welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. Uh, we are going to do another random word again today. I don't know what it has in cards for us. That's because it's random, Christine. Jesus. <laughs> um, I was ooh. thinking that as you started that sentence. <laughs> it's it, The first word is attract. Ooh. Okay. I guess this is one that can carry the show. Let's see. It'll be um, fine. The first thing I thought of was obviously like attraction, like being attracted to other people. I do have a bike ride I'm going on later, Um, but also more spiritually like manifestation, like attracting like what you want in your life and the types of people you want in your life. But that's also probably because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. (laughs) Wow. Those are all, those are both valid things. My first thought actually didn't go to either of those things it went to um amazing because the pollen is so bad in the boston area right now i immediately thought of like oh pollen attracts bees i bet we're gonna have more bees (laughs) i don't know i don't know why attract took me there and then shortly after that thought was magnets and polar opposites and opposites attracting and polarity and like that kind of stuff I feel like that also can lead into a conversation about, like, physical attraction. (laughs) Physical attraction is a weird animal. It's a weird animal. a weird animal, but I feel like I'm still in this space where I'm just, like, magnetically attracting people to me that are maybe not, like, the best. Yeah. No, you really do have that pull about you. I really do. Yeah, you have that, you have that I feed toxic personalities trait. Absolutely. And so the super toxic people are like immediately interested and they're like, oh, she'll be understanding of all my inherent flaws and not force me to change and just kind of coddle me. That's, that's the vibe you give off. Right. Yeah. Like freaking um, just moths to a flame or whatever. Like it just keeps happening. And I was like, man, I've been working so hard, right? Like I've been working so hard on myself to try and not be the toxic, um, perfect match for whatever that is. I love that you're still watching Olivia Payne as we're doing this podcast. I, just, I keep looking <laughs> over at her to make sure she's doing okay. I just get nervous about her. That's all. <laughs> I know you're fine. I know you're fine, sweetie. I just, I get, I get nervous. I don't want you to hurt yourself. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm helicopter partnering. I'm sorry. So for context, for anyone who is not in the room, um, <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast in the background. Olivia is painting a male thing. I don't know what you said. but It's a, anyways, it's a male. Yeah, it's like a key and mail holder. Yes. There we go. Um, literally right in front of Christine. And as I'm like trying to talk to Christine, I just see her like <laughs> supervising. <laughs> I just so Olivia often gets hurt doing things. Rude. Uh, not rude, sweetie. You're just a little. Sometimes bad things happen, and I get real nervous, and so I have to. <laughs> I have to watch her because something happens. I have to give the appropriate response of, oh, "Are you okay?" Like I have to check <laughs> in on her to make sure that she's okay. Wait, like how? Do you have an example? Like how badly does she hurt herself? It's not in, usually in what bad. Situation? <laughs> she's burned herself, not regularly, but often while making dinner. Um. That's the big one. She'll like burn herself and she'll go, and if I'm, if I don't go like, oh, are you okay or something? She'll just kind of stare at me and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, are you okay? So I've gotten into this habit now where like Olivia will make a sound and I will make sure to ask if she's okay because like her love language is like 
that's a part that's like a, that's, that's adjacent to her love language like <laughs> stop looking at me like that <laughs> <laughs> what what we've talked about this Keep talking. we've, we've talked about <laughs> The, this like podcast just, is going to turn into a fight between oh and Olivia. She just she doesn't she doesn't care that I'm asking if she's okay. She cares that I'm like paying enough attention to know that something might be wrong. So like verbally acknowledging that I heard that something happened and that I'm just kind of like hi, I am listening <laughs> is important to her. And that's okay. Yeah. Is that wrong? You're looking at me like I wasn't even looking. Well, yeah, but your eyebrows are doing a like high thing while you're looking at the male thing and painting that. So that's accurate. Okay, great. Okay, great. We can move on. So, I don't know that that's oh, you don't know that that's accurate. That's not accurate, sweetie. Because we talked, we definitely talked about this because you at one point like pinched yourself or something, and you're like, oh, and I like didn't ask if you were okay, and you like came and sat down next to me, and you're like, you know, I would really appreciate if you asked if I was okay or like checked on me when I got hurt. I mean, yeah, I do want that, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, the way you phrased it sounded so needy. It's not you needy. Did, you, you did phrase it in a way like she was training you to make sure that you're like constantly listening. No, not she's not training. You did. You did. You did phrase. <laughs> it, that's like that's kind of how it came out to me. But like also understanding how you, your brain works, like. I understand you're sort of overcorrecting here. Correct. Yep. That's it. That's and exactly so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, I fucked up this one time yep. and now I don't want it to happen again. So I'm just going to make sure I'm watching every instance of this happening. That is exactly correct. That's exactly. So what, what, yeah. what she just said is that like my brain is overcorrecting where I fucked up this one time and didn't hear when it happened. And so now I like hyper focus to make sure that I hear it every time. Which is correct. Okay. Yeah. She reluctantly shook her head yes at that. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least that would be my theory because, like, I feel like this just happened to me where, like, so I got checked for interrupting with someone that, like, I don't talk to on a regular oh, basis. Sure. So, like, uh, it's a lot harder, obviously, for me to know, like, when they break in their conversations. And so she checked me for, like, interrupting her and, like, let me know that it was, like, extremely frustrating to her that day. I could not tell you one single time that I interrupted her <laughs> at all. And I was medicated that morning. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like one of those things where I was like, shit, like I definitely didn't mean to be doing this. And now I don't know how to correct it because I can't tell you when I'm doing it. Yeah. So instead of trying to figure that out, I'm just going to not speak to her unless I absolutely have to. No. So I am that person. Like I am, <laughs> I am that person. So me and Olivia had a conversation just yesterday about like, when certain instances come up, like I make a jokey response instead of not mm -hmm. responding at all. And she was like, mm -hmm. your jokey responses are kind of hurtful in certain contexts. And I'm like, that's fair. fair. But I don't know how to respond verbally without that. So I just won't respond. And she's like, well, I'm not asking you to just like not respond. I'm like, no, I understand that you're not asking me to do that. But that's what my brain is right. going to do. Like, I'm just going to not do the thing anymore. Right. Because yeah. the idea of me doing something wrong again makes my skin crawl. Right. And like, for me, like, I, I can 100% agree with you and feel that. But, like, for me, it's because, like, um, and I was, like, trying to explain this to someone, like, because I, I explained to them what happened the other day. And they were, like, well, maybe a quick conversation would help. And I was, like, realistically, like, people can't help me to let me know when I'm interrupting them because they're going to assume that I should know. Right. And in a lot of these cases, it's, like, 
people are going to assume that like it's common sense and that I should know when this is happening. And so I'm going to be capable of stopping it on my own. And that's just not the case. Like I need help. Like I need you to tell me when I'm inter- interrupting you, I'm not going to get mad, but like, I need you to say it. Cause I'm not going to catch it every yeah. time. Or like in those instances of like, when you don't appreciate me making a joke, like, okay, we need to get to a place where I understand, like, you're not trying to hurt my feelings and you are just sort of teaching me when those moments are. Yep. Yep. And like, that sucks. I hate that. It's so shitty to kind of live with, but like, that's where, and like, then there was, sorry, I'm on a tirade, but like, there was this TikTok this morning where somebody was like, fucking being ableist and being like, I'm so sick of um, neurodivergence using like, I don't know social cues as an excuse. And that I was like, fuck you. Like, honestly, fuck you. Like, I've spent... 30 years of my life trying to figure out social cues. And the reality is everybody is a little bit different. Yeah. So even if I learn them sort of, everybody is doing social cues slightly different. And like, I have to learn it from each individual person. I mean, a lot of that is like, that's the same thing with me and like cleaning. People are like, it's common sense. You should like pick that up and clean under it. And I'm like, okay, but like it's, it is to you. It isn't to me. Like, Right. And that's extremely frustrating to people, but I'm like, what, what's normal for you is not normal for me. And that's not, there is no such thing as a normal thing, right? Like there's not a normal baseline. It just isn't. Right. And like, everybody is so different. And like the, the TikTok I found was actually somebody I followed with stitched it to like complain about this person. And she, she made a really amazing point about how like social cues also vary depending on the culture that you grew up in. So like if you're an immigrant or if you're, you know, grew up with an immigrant family or you grew up in a different country, like your behaviors are going to be very different than your typical American, which like I'm painfully aware of, but like most people aren't. But like, and well, from household to household, right? So like silence in my household meant that I was in trouble. It meant that like totally. my mother was uber, uber disappointed. It was going to be a whole conversation. Like I was in trouble. So I, silence is painful for me. I have to fill mm-hmm. the silence. I, and it's why when I talk to people and they just stop talking, like I can't do it. I'm like, you need to say mm-hmm. something because the longer you're silent, the more my brain is going to carry on on its own. And right. I'm going to step into something that's worse than what already got us to this point. <laughs> like I just am. And I just, I can't, I can't do silence. <laughs> you're right (laughs) it's so true like me and me and Voldemort when we would fight her thing was to shut all the way down and stare out the window and I'm like yeah your silence is making me think and say things that don't even make any sense because now I'm my brain is just rapid firing off whatever it can so that it doesn't (laughs) have to sit in silence so you need to say something or do something to bring this down like please Mm -hmm. I know yeah I hear you and it's it's tough. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I asked. Um, <clears throat> we need a nickname that's better than Utah, but I can't tell you how many times I've asked <laughs> um, for help in understanding the moments where she felt like I was speaking disrespectfully or like down to her. Because I can't tell you one single time that I like was sitting there being like, oh, this, this bitch, she does, she just doesn't know. Like, no, I, a hundred percent of the time I, she was saying things and I had information about the thing. So I let out the facts I knew about the thing. Yeah. And that to her 
came off really disrespectful, I think, but I honestly can't tell you because she would never take the second to just be like, okay, here, this moment, I don't appreciate this. And she would just like wait and get progressively more mad until it was like very obvious that she was pissed at me. And then I would be doing mental gymnastics for the last like 30 minutes to an hour to figure out like where I fucked up. Some people say that like we come off know-it-all when we do that, but that's our way of engaging in conversation. Is like I know. is like regurgitating everything we know about about it and like asking questions about it because that's just how we communicate. But like people are like, "Why you come off like you know it all?" And I'm like, "Oh no no no! What I just told you—that's all I know. That was right, just my right. way of telling you. Like I know a little bit, so like we can converse about it. Yeah. But I'm not an expert, so I would love to know what you know because it's more than what I know." Right. Same. And like, I just still, after however many years, have a really difficult time, especially if I'm just having hard days, which happen in like remembering that I need to like cushion that with like phrases that make it right. less. So now I perpetually make myself seem significantly dumber. So like. I did that forever though. And no. I'm sick of doing all the time. It. So like, <laughs> if I know a little bit about something, I'll be like, yeah, so I don't know much about this thing. I know X, Y, and Z. I just pump out like half of the facts that I know. And then I ask a question. And sometimes I ask a question that I know the answer to. Like yeah. a softball question. And then that yeah. way I can be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I had heard of that. What about this thing? And I have to I have to falsely camouflage yeah. Yeah. what little factual knowledge I have about this topic. Yeah. Because otherwise I come off as this know-it-all douchebag. Yeah. Which is totally unintentional. Right. No, same. I do the same thing. I do the same thing all the time. And like, I play that game too. I very often, especially like if I feel like someone's starting to get annoyed or feel like I'm being know-it-all-y, will go ahead and feed them questions to tell, they will explain things to me that I'm, I'm more familiar with than they Yeah, are. I 100, you know I 100 I mean? let people not mansplain, but like ex- ex- yeah, expert yeah. explain like topics of medicine to me that are, I know are 100% yeah. incorrect. Or I know, or I, or I like, I could have explained it better, like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, 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 right. yeah, no, that makes 100. Like I do it in my, my doctor's offices a lot. They'll, even if they know I'm a PA, they'll try and explain things to me. And I'm like, it's not what that yeah. is. But yeah, you, you keep telling me that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. if I say anything else, I'm a douchebag and I'm not going to do that. Right. Sometimes it's just not worth it. No, and no. Like, I, so I very carefully pick those battles. But like, again, this is a very conscious, active thing that we have to do every single time. So if I'm ever on default mode because I'm stressed, tired, doing a lot of things or whatever life, if I'm ever on default mode, I'm not in a position to like craft that response yeah, or craft yeah, those questions. To phrase those things. Yeah. No, same. Right. So it's just like unrealistic to expect of myself that I'm going to be able to keep up. And so like I'm I'm getting tired of it. And honestly, like I'm I'm kind of to the point where I feel like if I communicate clearly, like if I let you know, like this example with this woman, like, listen, I'm so sorry. Like, I understand that's frustrating. That was absolutely not my intention. My brain has a really, really, really difficult time with this. So it's going to take me some time to, to figure out like when I'm interrupting you, if you could help me understand, blah, blah, blah. Like at that point, if she decides to refuse there's not that's not really on me i you brought a problem to me i came up with what i need for us for us to come to a solution 
um, especially if we're going to continue like working together or whatever, having conversations and you're just flat out saying no, well then there's nothing I can do for you. You're right. going to continue to be annoyed with me. Right. Well, and that's like, like that's the other thing is that I try and the last couple of years, especially I've been very, very cognizant of that. And then days that I don't have the energy to craft those things. I'm like, you know, I don't feel like peopling today. I'm just not <laughs> going to people today. I don't really yeah. want to be around people same and then i end up coming off like an asshole and they're like you know christine's not really nice and i'm like well <laughs> same uh, that same thing happens to me like okay i'm supposed to go on this bike ride later but i'm very much not in the mood like i'm i already got checked it's already been like a hard few oh, days wait, did like, this interruption check happen today it happened yesterday oh okay okay <laughs> so like i'm and like i had all at the tail end of what were already like a few difficult days of just like eating, yeah. showering, staying on top of shit, you Home know? Stuff, yeah. So it just like sent me over the edge. And so now I'm like, man, I really don't want to people cause I'm already extra sensitive yep. and like, it's going to be a bunch of people I don't know hanging out with more strangers. And so like, realistically, I'm just going to be super quiet. And that's why everyone thinks I'm super quiet, even though you're not, <laughs> you quiet. know, me. Yeah, you're not quiet at all. <laughs> but it's just like I would rather not say anything and not offend people than like go in there being excited and overly chatty and interrupting everyone have everyone think I'm just like a fucking asshole right 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 and that's yeah that's the tough balance and like Olivia's friends they're very intelligent people like they're smart people and I often Mm -hmm. am just like yeah I'm just gonna kind of like let their information wash over me and not interject the seven things I might know about that topic <laughs> right this second. Right. Because my brain is like, hey, you know something about that. You have to we're gonna we're gonna throw that to the front of your brain, dump it, dump it all out <laughs> right now. I know. I hate that freaking like garage door button that yeah. gets pressed. When like people are like, I have information about a topic, and my brain's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, I have, I have. That's like that's a great analogy. It's like the sports closet, or like you open it, and all the sports equipment just comes flying out and like hits you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Like the the, exactly. the basketball fun fact of the Grand Canyon goes bouncing by, and you're like, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, no, I did know something about the Grand Canyon. That's right, right. <laughs> I forgot all these were in here. Did you know we we have skis? Oh my god. <laughs> And then you find it and you decide to go skiing for the first time in like nine years. Right, right. That's just how our brains work. It's like like we were at a sports store the other day and we saw like a disc golf and I was like, oh, I really love disc golfing. I was actually kind of into disc golfing for a little while. God, that was so long ago. (laughs) Like had forgotten that I wanted to like really get into disc golfing. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, totally. Yeah. So many started and unfinished hobbies. Like that's the main reason I had an entire room just full of craft supplies. Yeah. So I would pick up like, it seemed like it made sense. It's adjacent to what I'm already doing. It's craft. But do I need like 700 balls of yarn and all this fabric and all of these beads? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. No. And the object permanence is what gets me the worst. Like I keep buying paintbrushes thinking I don't have enough paintbrushes. And really I have all the paintbrushes, all the paintbrushes you could ever want. I know. Same. I was, um, like I've been talking with my therapist about like how to make things easier. And, um, we were talking about like organizing food and stuff. And I was like, I really just need everything in my house to look like a storefront 
Like I need my pantry to be like a grocery store yeah. shelf. Yeah. I need like the yeah. bathroom to be set up like a makeup count. Like I need everything to look like a storefront. And she was like, that's a good idea. Why don't you do that? And I was like, fuck, okay, I guess I'm reorganizing my pantry now to look like no, I'm, <laughs> like I'm, just, I'm store. the same way. I, sh- I want to take off all of the cabinet doors. Yeah, because that would help. I do not know that we have food and my brain does not want to open the cabinet to explore that. Yeah. I I mm-hmm. forget that there is food stored in the freezer or the fridge because it is behind a door. Like right. my brain yeah. has just decided you don't have food out on the counter. You have nothing to eat. You should order something. Like that's just <laughs> what it does. I don't know why that's where it goes. Leftovers, fucking forget it. If Olivia didn't remind forget me in the it. morning that I had leftovers to take to work, I just fucking wouldn't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're in a container. How am I ever supposed to remember there's food in there? They're in a container in a sealed bigger container that is the fridge. Why would I I remember that? Like, I just don't. I I just don't. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. Or I often do the thing where, like, only one – there's only – one container for food in my kitchen, even though that's false. Like I'll open the pantry and be like, this is the only food I have. The fridge doesn't exist. Yep. Or I'll open the fridge and be like, there is absolutely nothing in the pantry. Pantry doesn't exist. It's only these options that are on the door of the fridge, apparently. No, 100%. I will look in the fridge and then be like, okay, that's it. I didn't check the freezer. I didn't check the, I didn't check the cat. Like not, not like my brain's like you have one spot for food. And when that right. spot is done, you have nothing else. Good luck. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then like magically I'll be cleaning or something or open the pantry. I'm like, oh my God, I have like soups and chili and mashed potatoes in here. That happened to me the other day. I like, we opened the cabinets and I was like, oh wait, we got Cheez-Its again. Yeah. I'll eat those. <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, that is sometimes that's a fun part of ADHD. Like when I was talking about trying to find stuff to wear to pride events, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just shop my closet because it's been a while since I've looked through it. And I promise you there are 80% things I didn't know I had. Yeah, I went I went through ours the other day. I went through ours and we donated some stuff. We took some stuff to Plato's closet. And then I made a pile of another shirt blanket I'm going to make because it's all shirts I don't wear. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was a lot of that that I was like, oh, I forgot I had this. Why don't I wear this like ever? I wear the same six shirts. Yeah, same. It's just that the like landscape effect. Like eventually, I open the closet and all of it looks the same, and none of it stands out. Yeah, that happens really easily to me too. Yeah, my apartment is currently a mess because I have been trying to keep projects out to remember them, and they've all become landscaped, so they all need to go away. Yeah, same. Same. That's the rocket ship was in the middle of the floor. I just finally put it back together in the corner because I haven't gotten around to finishing that thing that I have to do for I'm just never gonna finish it it's just never gonna get finished it's just gonna <laughs> exist in the corner of our house forever unfinished white blob of doom don't say never at least you have live like built-in accountability helps a ton because if she starts nagging you about it you'd probably be likely to even like pick it up again it's worse the, the Where- days that she's like oh maybe you could work on the rocket ship I'm like oh do everything you can not to work on the rocket ship <laughs> because she suggested it why would you do that someone on tiktok yesterday was like there's nothing less motivating than having enough time and i was like facts no (laughs) seriously take away yeah tell me i have two hours to get something done and i'm like oh okay i'd rather have two hours than six days (laughs) i've been off for i've been off for five days in a row and do you know how much work i've done on the rocket ship 
Zero. zero. Not an ounce. Not yeah. even a thought of an ounce. Not even not not just not none. I've done none. I did get my first stripe in jujitsu though. That was exciting. That's cool. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. So obviously the rocket ship has stopped giving you dopamine. <laughs> it has. And it's because the part that's left to do is a step backwards and it's very frustrating and it's very annoying and it's stinky. And it's because yeah. I, what I, I accidentally over sanded in a weird way and put like chips in the body itself. Um, okay. So I have to rebondo that, re smooth it out, re sand it, and then basically keep repeating that process until it's back to where it's supposed to be. And then I can finally move on to paint. Um, no, that sounds like too yeah. much. Well, and the last time I used Bondo, the house was stinky. Olivia hated it. And now I'm scared that I'm going to make the house stinky again and make Olivia upset and lightheaded again. How big is your back porch? Can you Bondo on the back porch? Open the windows. Oh, I can't open the windows, sweetie. We have a cat who loves the outside. You can open a few of them and monitor her. Okay. Let me do that while I'm mixing Bondo. Uh, yes. How, bi- how big is your porch? Can you do it on, on the porch? The porch I can do it on. The tricky part is the weather has to cooperate. Right. And I'm concerned that I won't have a nice enough day to go out there, do it, and then have enough energy or brain space to bring it all back inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my second thing. Is like you'll probably end up leaving it on the porch, and I don't think and it will get rained on. <laughs> and then I'll have to do even more work than I've already done. And <laughs> which honestly, I could set up that that paint tent out there, do it in the True. paint tent out there, but then. I would have even more shit to clean up because the paint tent's a pain in the ass to clean up. And all of that, all of that sounds miserable. Hence why the rocket ship so, is in the corner again. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I totally understand why the rocket ship has stopped giving you dopamine and that is way too much work. I would have thrown it away by now. Yeah, so, but I did discover that that um, program that I use to draw things on, on my iPad, mm-hmm. I can import coloring pictures to. Oh, so cute. I've been coloring on that, which is nice, nice instant dopamine gratification, right? I'm like, oh, I, co- I colored that one section. It's great. Um, <laughs> I love that for you. I The Lone Throne design is not doing well, which is big sad. Um, yeah. And actually, I raised $68 the first day it launched and then immediately got a okay. bill for $143 for a flu swab that I had. So I'm net negative <laughs> on that whole excursion. <laughs> wow okay well i mean i don't know i guess we'll just need to promote it some more but damn yeah so there's that somebody asked me to do something for medical debt and i um i did like some video game like logo health bar things that's that like <laughs> for like my like my health being 75 percent, but my cash being like almost zero <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, yeah, it's cute or whatever. But after the disaster that was the loan thrown, I'm like, do I care enough to to really mess with this one? Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's a solid question. It's like this. I mean, you're you're not gonna hit it out of the park every time. That's cute, right? <laughs> and I thought about putting on top of it, like Texas said, like American made or made in America. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that might do pretty but good but then I also did like just the logos being colored representative that way 
I feel like that one's harder. That to one's hard to understand. I think. Um, yeah. So I think the for for. No, I guess this will be a surprise for anyone listening and and that can't see. Yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, they have no idea. It'll probably never get launched. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, I keep hoping to hit some big ticket thing to make me feel not so bad about taking days off work and working less and still having everything paid for. And it's just not going to happen that way. And I just need to stop thinking that way. Yeah, your debts will get paid when they get paid. Um, But you can't like work yourself to death trying to get them done faster yeah that's why i wish i could just win something <laughs> that would be nice right yeah i'm still holding out for a sugar mama like i feel like especially in la like my chances are much higher my, so. my therapist is like my worst nightmare for you is you winning the lottery because you would win the lottery you'd pay everything off and then you would go oh wait why do i still feel like i need more and you'll just yeah. keep working yeah the whole work-life balance thing is hard I also am am constantly getting yelled at by my therapist for that um but I don't know how to exist otherwise if I don't put pressure on myself and I'm not working like three jobs all the time then like what am I gonna do all day right you know like the days where it is slow and I don't have a whole lot going on I'm just like Okay, well, I guess I'll move from the bed to the couch right? Right. for the next six hours. Right, and then I end up building puzzles and then not matting the puzzles and putting them up like I'm supposed to. So then I just have a collection of done glued puzzles in a corner of a room that I've done nothing with. (laughs) Oddly specific, I know. But my phone is actively on a box of a puzzle that I was going to start. And the room, our spare room actively has a bunch of glued puzzles that I haven't gotten into archival sheets yet. So like... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. The fun parts of ADHD. So <clears throat> this has been a fun ADHD track. Yeah, it started with a track, <laughs> but we just attracted ourselves to talking about ADHD, which is fine, I guess. It's a struggle, okay? Like, I, it's just something that is hard and, like, it's hard. It's even harder when you don't have people to talk about it with that get it. And, like, one of my biggest um, struggles with it right now is, like, the fact that I'm single and it feels like dating someone with ADHD is, like, a fucking pain in the half but Liv's doing it Liv is doing it <laughs> does Liv love doing it I don't know um dating someone with ADHD sweetie how do you love that she's like yeah <laughs> I I could leave it but I do love you <laughs> yeah no she loves me she loves me <clears throat> so yeah so it kind of leads into attract I guess is like I'm trying to be careful about the types of people I attract but then it's gotta also- be somebody patient gotta be somebody so patient I thanked Olivia for her patience like six times yesterday she had to <laughs> yeah. deal with my patience of trying to fit a grill and a storage container into the back of my car and how frustrating that was and my patience or the patience of me wanting to do things in a certain order and <laughs> everything else and she had to be very patient yesterday. Yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of patience. So um, you let me – give me your tips on how you find people with patience <laughs> that aren't um, somehow fuckboys because that is – Find a teacher. That's a solid I was going to say, that was a long <laughs> pause for me to circle back and go, that's a- yeah, actually, that's a good idea. That's a solid tip. She deals deals with 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. 
Of course she can handle an yeah, ADHD 28-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. It does, though. All right, so for any teachers listening in the L.A. County area, I am single. I bet you can find a hot teacher. I bet there's a hot teacher in the future. Um, uh, I was angling for the lifeguards out here. You were looking for lifeguards. Do you think lifeguards are patient with people? Because I lifeguards strike me as easily annoyed. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Right. So, like, this conversation today has enlightened me to thinking, like, maybe lifeguard would be the wrong choice here so a lifeguard a librarian or a retail store manager (laughs) (laughs) all people who have to be insanely patient both with their employees and their clientele like (laughs) so anyone who has to deal with hyper children all day long is probably safe i would stay far away from people in medicine because they are far too burned out to deal with anything else right now so they would just hate there 100% teachers are also burnt out but but i feel like patience is a special kind of virtue that they just inherently have (laughs) i love that the good ones anyway anyway, yeah yeah and on that on that note let's find maggie a hot teacher yeah preferably not in a different state but you know you know i i do long distance apparently not in a different state but i tell you what if they're willing to actually make the commute we'll take them (laughs) we'll take them now now i just sound desperate anyway let me go change and go on this lesbian you should go do that oh and a side note a friend of mine and olivia's slash an avid listener was like i also thought that utah was in the midwest because it's the midway through the west and i was like shut up you did not think that and she was like no i really did Oh my god. That is not a midpoint. Okay. I know. All right. I know. So we're it was not the funniest. Okay. I'm like, you did not just admit that. And she's like, no, I really I really did. I was like, thank you for validating that one person who knew was about this. Who I motion we nickname Viper, short for pit vipers. Because oh they god, own stop. a pair, and then you have Viper and Voldemort, and it worked. Oh, they own two pairs. And it works great. It's, you have you have Viper and Voldemort. Yeah. That sounds like an awesome band. Viper and Voldemort. We'll we'll go with that. But you have to remind me because I'm gonna forget by the next time. That's we fine. Do I'm really excited for that. I'm just gonna be like, yeah. Well, I wonder, like, was Viper ever okay with that? And you're gonna be like, who? The fuck? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? Oh wait, the person I know. from that biker game. Um. <laughs> okay. On that note, go get ready oh, for your bike ride. Go have fun. Yeah. Save lots of little bike lives. I don't know what. <laughs> That's your your job is saving lives. I just like mostly make people laugh or mad. One of the two. There's no there's no, no middle ground. Be fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye.